and welcome to Co-Oppo Mode, a couple's opinion on gaming. I'm Matt. I'm Rose. And we're back from the dangerous pirate-infested jungle island. Rook Island? Yeah, yeah Rook I Island. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the pause. My brain stopped for a second. <laughs> How does it feel to be safe, safe in the Midwest again? Very good. Yeah. I like this place much better. We don't have Komodo dragons here. Or yeah. random dogs that come up and just chew you to bits. I don't know why that's in the game so much. I don't know. I guess you're tasty. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you have uh, any ideas what I've been what I've been I don't know, for? but you're pretty excited and you've been super secretive about it. Yes. It must be Subway Surfers, huh? Is that what it is? Yeah, Subway Surfers. <laughs> uh, or uh, uh, what's the freaking Clash Royale? That, that yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, well here here's a hint. Does that sound like anything you've heard before? Yes. Oh boy. Dang, I know that, but I can't think of where. All right, I got one more oh, for no. you. One more. Here, if this song doesn't ring a bell. I don't bell. like this game. So tasty. <laughs> oh, there's. I'm some... so confused because I'm like chitty chitty bang bang. No, that's not it. No, because I'm pretty sure that da, 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 that's at the carnival and chitty chitty bang bang. Maybe, but yeah. uh, <clears throat> this is uh, actually noises from the Monster Hunter franchise. Oh, so you and me are going to play Monster Hunter Rise, which just came out on Game Pass and uh, also for PlayStation. So uh, I figure. Let's uh, get on top of a semi-new release, so to speak. Dang, really? Uh, yep. I. It's funny. We've been we're talking about how much we just miss going back and playing Monster Hunter, and we actually just started playing some more World again. Finally. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, do you want to play Monster <laughs> Hunter World?" With me? And he he was so excited. He's like, "Yeah, I do." So we spent a night going through but yeah you tricked me i yeah. did not see this one coming see, there was a point where i was like no i shouldn't make her play any monster hunter world before we play rise Why? and then i kind of realized i was like you know what this is just a warm-up so yeah, she I gets back it. into it it's <laughs> been a while since i had played monster hunter and we started up and i was like i don't remember how to slash my sword oh my gosh <laughs> i need my combos <laughs> yeah it was it was a little rough the first couple uh tries but i got back into it right on time yeah, I have been very excited. I uh, I've been holding off buying it on Switch because I've had other games and I hadn't completely finished World yet. But once I found out they were coming out with it on Xbox, and I knew we could play together, and that's the other thing. We don't. We only have one Switch. We're a one Switch household, and I would hate to play monster hunter especially after i just got you into world yeah like hey look at me playing monster hunter all by myself <laughs> that's fine i'll play monster hunter world all by myself on the Xbox. i won't get anywhere but i'll do it nah, all by myself it, the best thing about monster hunter is, is playing hunt, with other people yeah hunting with your buddies even that time we were playing monster hunter world together and i accidentally threw out an sos flare and a player jumped in and helped us out yep i actually kind of enjoyed like i felt bad i was like oh shit i didn't mean to do that but it was actually kind of fun oh yeah i might actually try that again if it's 
it is the best when you're either with a group that knows what they're doing and you're mm -hmm. watching them and you're like, holy crap, they're good. Or you're just playing with friends. And even though you guys make more mistakes and stupid things happen, you just laugh about the ridiculousness of it sometimes. <laughs> so uh, Monster Hunter Rise, sixth game in the franchise. Oh, wow. You're playing the, the, the newest version so to speak i can't believe you're throwing me a bone like this I know. <laughs> uh, it originally released on the nintendo switch march 2021 and came out on the pc january 22 and it's out on now playstation 3 or 4 and 5 and xbox and series x january 2023 wow they did just release sunbreak which is the dlc or the switch this last summer okay. and they are going to release sunbreak for the xbox and the new console releases like it's supposed to be early 2023 they're gonna do it but they just wanted to get this game out you know yeah get it ready and i gotta say like they've made it they've really upscaled how it looks i mean it looks amazing and it didn't look bad on switch i played the demo on switch it looked nice really and this one looks really good now does world look a little better on the series x yeah a little bit but like this world is so much more vibrant everything pops mm -hmm. it's kind of interesting to see that you there's these little differences between the two uh the metacritic score is sitting between 86 and 88 depending on the version uh, okay yeah and i think it's just i don't know how do i put it i feel like this monster hunter is a very much a mix between world and the old Monster Hunters, there's a little bit of this in between. They, they really streamlined a lot of things, mm -hmm. but it still has some of that old Monster Hunter feel. So I think it kind of can make this one seem a little harder to get into at first. Oh, okay. But you have the experience of World now. I don't think it'll be so bad. A little bad. seasoned. Yeah, a little you, bit you, more ready. Once you kind of know what's going on, it's not so bad. It's just learning how do I do the thing I did in World in Rise. Sure. Now, you know? Okay. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how that feels, how different it is. Yeah, it was interesting <laughs> to oh, come into you? this. Oh, for you? Oh, you're yeah. saying that? Oh, yeah, dang. even for me, it was like, I've actually finally was able to get a little time into it now. And now it's like, okay, I'm starting to get back. Like, I got the vibe. I got the swing. I got the feel. And it's hard because I was just playing World with you and I jump into that pretty quick. Mm -hmm. And this one just took me a couple couple times because it it's really set up i can't quite word it right okay we'll, we'll, we'll just have to see how yeah goes. we'll we'll move on i'm a little nervous now but you should don't be too nervous <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh as of september 2022 monster hunter rise has sold 11.2 million copies heck yeah and sunbreak the expansion has sold 5 million copies okay just for comparison though monster hunter world as of September 2022 has sold 18.5 million copies. Yeah. And Iceborne has sold 9.7. So literally all f these two main releases and their expansions are the best selling Monster Hunters in the franchise completely. These four are the top. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Like this is the best of the best. The This is the most popular Monster Hunters ever been. Everybody's loving it. It's amazing. Those numbers are going to go up, right? With Monster Hunter Rise. I think for Rise, uh, especially Sunbreak is going to go up after mm -hmm. it gets released on consoles. Sure. And like that was, like I said, that was September 2022. So we won't really find out till next year, like how many more okay. it, it got yeah. next year, you know, because Cap 
comps pretty good about like, hey, this is how much is sold this year. Because yeah. I think it's kind of fun to find out. It's interesting for me at least. And uh, yeah, I just think it's cool to be like, holy crap, to see the like rise in numbers over the different iterations of Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. And the explosion of the world. The world's insane. It was just so good. It is. It's a really good game. So some of the things I kind of found out about was uh, the game's producer, Ryozo Sujimoto, and I am sorry if I murdered that name, said that both World and Rise, they wanted to move away from the traditional use of numbering for their mainline series and instead name them based on the central concept of the game that they built the game around. So World, it was like, okay, here's this open world. That was the big thing. Mm-hmm. That's why they called it Monster Hunter World, right? For Rise, We're though, going up to the sky. <laughs> sort of. Really? They added <laughs> a lot more verticality in the game. Oh, they you, did. There's a lot more mobility that you have in Rise compared to World. Okay. Uh, there's new features in it, and uh, you can, like, run up so many, like, just cliff faces and all sorts of areas, almost like ninja breath of the wild instead of slowly climbing it's like i'm just gonna run up while my stamina meter just rockets down but if you can make it up there you can make it up there right so it's kind of interesting i've only played on one map so far okay but there is there's just like these mountains there's ledges you can get to there's all these different places and not that to say that world didn't have some verticality but it was more like i would say hills as opposed to mountains like Mm -hmm. you kind of like you know, there was paths to get up there. It wasn't so much yeah. directly up there most of the time. I, other than the uh, coral highlands. There was some verticality there. Mm-hmm. And in the, um, what's the name of the first one? The Ancient Forest. Yeah, there is a little bit in there too. So the pre-planning development for this game started when they were working right after they finished working on the completion of Generations and Generations Ultimate. That was the last 3DS Monster Hunter they made. Mm -hmm. And it was co-developed alongside World. So I think they they focused on World first, but they were working on Rise at At the the same same time. time. And so they kind of shared ideas between the two development teams. Okay. So I think World became the focus, especially once it released to such popularity mm-hmm. and then this one kind of they waited and they ended up finishing off the other thing i thought was interesting they used what they call the re engine that capcom developed for their games resident evil that's one of their oh, games. oh okay so, yeah <clears throat> i know uh they use this engine in the resident evil games uh their most recent devil may cry 5 which is a mm, choice devil may cry game <laughs> Ooh, it's so good and uh this was the first time this engine has been used for a game like this so they, they part of the reason it took a little longer is they really wanted to make sure everything worked smoothly in the game. Okay. So like a lot of times when developers make engines to run these games, it's like tend to be like working towards certain types of games, right? So it's easier to make the game that the engine was originally made for, but there's always workarounds once you learn how the engine works. It, it's uh, it's a lot of techno babble, but it's kind of an interesting thought that like, okay, I'm going to do this zombie game, this hack and slash game, and then I'm going to combine them together and make a monster fighting game. Like, it's kind of cool to see that how they use these things. Makes me wonder how different it's going to be overall than compared to Monster Hunter World with the mechanics of... The monsters versus you versus the environment. 
like does it change how everything works together and ties mm. in together when you use a different engine no it how do i put it it's more about how the game goes about running it because they've been using like i think they use something different for world um mm -hmm. and like whatever they've used for the 3ds like they thought about using all their 3ds assets at one point but they didn't want to really do that they wanted to like really improve on it mm -hmm. and they wanted to make it look as modern as possible and that's why they kind of you ended up using it so okay. they can make it look better and honestly like i haven't heard bad things about this game running on switch and like there's a you played world like a lot can be going on at once yeah especially when you have four hunters in an area yeah you know? right and it looks it looks beautiful like it looks like well, we saw like screenshots and short clips didn't we on the switch and it was yeah really beautiful people were comparing that and saying like hey the switch has the capability to do this yeah and that's yeah what, what was the it? f pokemon <laughs> i know pokemon they've been they really need to update their engine they've yeah. been using you know the same thing for so long it um it really is a case for a beautiful looking game oh i'm excited switch. just to see it now <laughs> and with the PC version and the new console versions, you can get up to like 4K resolution. Like it looks even That's cleaner nuts. and crisp. You'll notice though, like when you play World, the hair really has texture. Even the facial hair is like, it's actually like out there. Like mm -hmm. you notice it's it. not just laid on top. Yeah, it's not a, a texture painting on top of sure. the face. That's what it is in, in this one. Cause it was for the Switch. Like you, you got to cut corner. Like I don't need to see a beard waving, you know? Yeah, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with that. Like you're asking for too much there. Yep. Uh, they also kept the zoneless approach that World had. Now, I love that. Yeah. And you, I think you noticed me playing old Monster Hunters where you would go between areas. There's a mini loading screen. You had screen. me try one at one point. And yep. yeah, I, I do remember that. The zones being so separated and having to load in between one. Yep. That's a little tedious. You know? It was the way they got around making Loading, a game like this had possible to, yeah, yeah i get that and that's where world really broke free so this one really does the same thing but uh the areas i would say are a little smaller but they did add more verticality again so sure. like it it definitely like the map i played it's not as big as ancient forest for sure that's huge ancient forest is almost too big though <laughs> yeah but uh it also doesn't feel too small it does feel like there's things to explore and to find mm-hmm and it's really just oh, I'm I'm so excited for you to be able to get in You're there. You're never going to see me again. That's all I'm going to quit my job. Yeah, I'm I'm out. I'm out. I'm just gone. Be a professional monster hunter. Uh also the uh there's a new type of companion other than the palico, the palamute, which is your dog companion. Oh yeah. Yep. So do you get to choose or you just get the palamute? You get to make a Palico and a Palamute to start with. One of each. I get to have both? Yes. Yes! So I believe when we are on two-person hunts, we both can carry both. I'm not positive. Okay. Uh, but I know when it has up to four people, you have to pick one or the other. That seems fair, though. <clears throat> yep. And they kind of went back to some of the old Monster Hunter, I don't want to say tropes, but uh, ways they went about the Palico and... The Palamute works like the old Palicos. You can hire new Palamutes, new Palicos. They'll have different skills they'll learn as they level up. So that's how they go about it. It's not about changing the tool that yours is using and mm -hmm. they get better at it, mm -hmm. which 
I personally prefer, prefer, I like having like, this is my man. This is my bad boy. He rides or dies with me. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I do too. But you also can hire him and send him out to go get you more resources. Or you eventually, I think there's like a, a, a mouse and everything. You can send him to get monster parts for you or sure. something like that. So there's lots of cool things you can do aside from the regular. I think the there regular. was something similar to that in Monster Hunter World, like the field. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. could send, like, yours and any person, other palicos you met on, like, a, a little journey for sure. monster parts. Yeah. Yeah. In this one, it's, I believe, only the ones you have will work. My little buddy in Monster Hunter World always hits me with the vigor wasp at the right times, <laughs> Yeah, very useful. I did start with a healer palico and that's kind of nice it's cool uh it sets up a little potting plant and then this little healing tree grows and you grab it and then it Aww. creates a little healing field and so it's kind of interesting to see how they took some of the things and changed it up yeah it's not exactly the same there's you can do a lot of the same things you can do in world it's just not done the same way well that's really cool though i mean it keeps it really fresh yeah it that's does a good it feels fresh it. It, it's this thing where it's like okay i got so good at world i know what i need i know what i want and now i have to kind of relearn things. but you're still able to get some of those things that you want that you yeah really like. once i understand what i'm still going new and for. fresh that's uh, a great way to go about it they they had uh originally Right from the get-go, people wanted a PC version. Sure. So they planned for that right off the bat, right? Mm -hmm. But they were trying to make it so it could do cross-platform play between the Switch. Yeah. But they just weren't able to make that happen, Dang. which is unfortunate. They're like, I'm sorry. But luckily for the Xbox versions, you can play between Xbox, the PC, the the Xbox Game Pass version on PC and the mm -hmm. Series X. All those is cross-play compatible and my saves will go between all of them. So that's really nice that, that they added. Nice. And same with PlayStation 4 and 5, cross-play between those. So at least you can play with the same people on the similar console. At least they tried. Yeah, it, it it's a really difficult thing to make happen. Yeah. Um, I think people think, oh, it's just, you just put them in the, it's not. It's not it, like that. Yeah. It, Especially when you're going from like a, P, a game that plays on PC or Xbox or PlayStation to something that plays on the Switch. It's got to be minimal, minimal, <laughs> it's got to be minimized on the Switch so much more <laughs> than what people yeah, think. Yeah. I mean, I hate to keep bringing up this example, but Northgard on PC is very different than Northgard on the Switch. It makes sense why there's no cross platforming there because it wouldn't even be fair to do it actually. Yeah. There's, it, you know, it's subtle differences, but they make a big change in how the game's going to go. It would suck to be on the Switch and try to play somebody on the PC. <laughs> they would wreck you. Yeah, it really just, it depends on the console, their online capabilities and mm -hmm. how they go. There's a lot of different factors sure. that play into it. Uh, of course, Capcom also has a bunch of um, crossovers like they did in oh, World. Oh, yeah, okay. Now, you, you didn't run across that as much because you didn't play as much of the uh, events, like the special events, because uh -huh. you were kind of focusing on the main quest and the optional quests. But a lot of times the events will get you special equipment. They had a costume based off of some Street Fighter, which is pretty common. They had an event featuring Amaterasu from the game Okami. Okay. 
the wolf. Yeah. Yep, yep. Oh man. Uh, you could get a special costume for your Palamute that makes him look like Rush from Mega Man, the red dog from Mega Man. <laughs> That's kind of cool. I uh, know you're gonna want that. Yeah, and then they also did uh, a crossover with Sonic the Hedgehog. Really? Yep. So I haven't really dug into all the different crossovers they've done for Rise, but it is cool to see all. Who gets the Sonic the Hedgehog look? My guess would be the Palico. That's oh my, my gosh, guess. that would be so fucking cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I'll have to look through the event quest and see what I can find. <laughs> That's cool. Part of the reason they added the Palamute was because with the portability of the Switch when it originally came out, mm-hmm. they wanted you to be able to move through the map quickly. Like you're running on limited power, right? Yeah. yeah. The 3DS had a like a long pretty long battery life yeah and the switch just like because it's technically a full console it doesn't have as long of that battery battery life Mm -hmm. so making mobility important was one of the factors so that's part of the reason you can ride your palamute like a mount so and you can do cool things like you can sharpen your weapon while riding the dog you can take a drink so the monster That's runs awesome. away. Ride your Palamute. Oh, Chase him down. Sharpen, sharpen my weapon. In. You don't have to stop you're there and wait. Up. Yeah, you're getting all prepared and ready. Oh, love it. I already said that the maps are more focused on the vertical movement. So they included something different. Now, you remember the Clutch Claw? Yes. Okay. Monster Hunter World had the Slingshot Arm and the Clutch Claw. Mm-hmm. That's not in this game. What you have are called Wire Bugs. Essentially, you can shoot out this bug in the middle air and yank yourself. Yeah. So you can kind of launch yourself in the air. And uh, the best way I can uh, describe it is, you remember riding Epona and Ocarina of Time and the little carrots on the bottom? Yes. And then you use the boost, it goes away, eventually it comes back. Yeah. That's what the wire bugs are like. You only get two to start with. You can find a third out in the field, a wild one that will give you a third one for a while. Every time you use a wire bug move or attack... It uses up one of your wire bugs for a temporary amount of time and it comes back. So you can use it to get out of the way and you can use what's also the new thing to silk bind your enemies. You use these special attacks and instead of mounting, you like stand on top of them and control a monster like a puppet (laughs) is the best way I can describe it. You can direct them and use attacks and use them to attack other large monsters. Oh, my god! And if you attack other monsters enough, you can do a really punishing attack afterwards. Or you can just run them into a wall to hurt uh, them a yeah, lot. Yeah, right. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yep. But then the possibility of using that to hurt other large monsters that are in the area... I'm just How many times would that have drops. been nice? Oh, yeah. <laughs> all the material. So I've been able to do it. Like, there's a training mission that makes it super easy to do it. And I've been able to do it one other time. So I haven't quite got down exactly how, like, how much of the silk bind attacks it takes to be able to do it. And if I can do it more than once. I don't know. Maybe you can only do it once. That's the hard thing. But even being able to do that once per mission yeah, makes a, a big, big difference. Another cool thing is they really separated the single player and the multiplayer. So there's actually two hubs, and there was in the other game, there Mm -hmm. was a gathering hub and the regular hub. Well, for the regular story quests in the main hub, that's all single player. That's just for you to do, just for you to experience. Okay. So if you want to go play multiplayer, we go to the gathering hub, and there's a whole slew of quests that we can do in the gathering hub. Okay. 
And so they separate it. They, they'll tell you like how many more multiplayer quests you have until an urgent quest, how many more single player quests you have to do before you get in the next urgent quest. Now I've only gotten to two star in the single player. So not very far. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I think that's kind of cool. Like, so it, you know, in world, the monster's health, it changes depending on if you're playing How a multiplayer. Many people are there. Yeah. So if you're in the gathering hub, they usually have more health because it's made for more people. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, or if there's other monsters, they have less health too. Like there's the, the whole mathematic equation going on. So it's nice to know like, Hey, I go here. It's always single player. I, I know what to expect. Right. If I go to the gathering hub, then I know to expect it's going to be a little, it's going to take a little more time if I try to tackle it on my own. Mm -hmm. So it, I think it's kind of cool that they made a clear separation there. So like you have all this, all this single player offline stuff you can do, no problem. And then you have all the multiplayer online because the switch yeah. is portable originally. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you might be on the bus on your freaking 30 minute bus ride and you want to do a quick hunt. Well, single players open to I you. I can see the benefit in that. Right? Yeah. They also added what's called a rampage mode. <laughs> now, this one sounds interesting and I haven't gotten to experience one yet. So I'm interested to see how they actually play out. They describe it as a tower defense mode where players must defend the base village from several attacking monsters. Prior to and during the attack, the players can set up siege weapons and instruct non-player characters to attack the monsters while you attack them directly. Hmm. So essentially, it's like, um, do you remember the first Elder Dragon you fought in World? What is it? Not Valhazak. It is, <clears throat> what is that big rock creature that you have to stand on picture, top of? I picture, but I don't remember I can't believe name. I forgot his name. <sighs> it's been a long time. Yeah, there. Uh, even in Iceborne, one, there's a, a quest where you do where you f have a bunch of cannons and you have. Yeah, all, I remember that. Yeah, so you're you're setting up all this stuff to attack this monster. Right. But in this case, there is a ton of other monsters coming in. There's mm -hmm. a lot of large monsters repeatedly coming in during these rampage events, and eventually it ends with one last tough monster you have to beat, and that's usually the materials you get. But I think that's kind of a cool idea. I don't know how well it ends up playing out, but I think they wanted to improve on what World did. They wanted to make it a more even more fun yeah, idea. Yeah, because that was something that I remember was kind of lame in World. Those big monster attacks, like, yeah. really kind of fell flat. It was a lot of dramatic scenes, but not <laughs> a lot of doing. Yep. And then what you did do was lame in comparison to what the situation was yeah i think the first time you do it it feels pretty intense but when you know the fight and you know how like okay i just load up this cannon while they load up do, 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 and then you go to the next cannon do like i could do those quests in high rank before master rank was released and solo that because i got so good at doing that mm -hmm. i got his armor which was pretty good at the time and it, it just was easy. Like it was, was yeah. really easy. So it's not that I need a ton of challenge, but it does kind of end up falling flat after the first time you do it. The last thing I know is the food and the food is unfortunately a bit of a downgrade visually. <laughs> you get the food in Monster Hunter World and that looks so tasty. Yeah. <laughs> We were talking about that. So tasty. Right. <laughs> yeah, like that. And in uh, Rise, it's Dango, because it's a very Japanese-inspired village you're in. Okay. So it's just like 
dangle on a stick, which is like those, they're like a fried, I'm not good at explaining Japanese food. It looks like a dumpling on a stick, essentially. Yeah, but a bunch of different flavors. But I will say this, it's really easy to figure out what skills from the food you're going for. Because each one is like, this is a skill you can get. There's a 90% chance when you eat this food, you'll get it. There's a 75% chance you'll harvest more honey when you get honey. There, You'll get more money at the end of the quest. 75% chance. Like, it's very clear about what skill you're going to get mm-hmm. and what the chances you're going to get. World is a little more confusing unless you really dive into it and then yeah. you figure it out. I appreciate them making it simple and clear. So you don't have these big, long cut scenes of the cooking and the... No, there's serving. a whole song <laughs> that the lady, okay, the girl I, sings. I, I was like, I think I'm okay with missing out on that long ass cutscene over and over again. But then, no, we still got that. You can skip the cutscene. I Okay. <laughs> but you kind of can't because it is... I don't know. It is adorable. It is adorable. Every it's time. hard. I, I'm... I will say I you very skip rarely that little skip grandma it. kitty making that pot roast for no. you. Yeah. I mean, come on. You just feel like an asshole if you skip yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> super excited to do another Monster Hunter. And I know it hasn't even been a year, but it's like, hey, Rise has come out. I want to get on it. And I want to see how you feel and how I feel after I get some more time even playing with you. Yeah. How I feel it compares to World. Because once I've gotten some more at first I was like okay I think I like world more (laughs) and then as I played more I was like okay I'd say they're pretty even so I right now I'm feeling like they're both good they're both worthwhile and again if you are an Xbox Game Pass owner it's free it's on there what are you doing just give it a try you can try it out it's like getting a new album from one of your favorite artists. You don't know how to feel about it yet. Yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah. listen to it six more times. The only and then you're gonna realize you love it. The only bad thing I will say, the tutorial pop-ups oh, no. that explain things. Oh no. oh no. The beginning is rife with them. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> like this. Okay, Monster Hunter. You're the patient it's a little one. Much. And. I prefer like, okay, like give me something I don't know. A lot of this stuff is stuff like I do know, but I'm always like, I got to double check to make sure what's different. Right. Yeah. yeah. But generally speaking, most of it, you're fine with not, you know, I'm going to slam through that information and have no idea. Yeah. How to you're going to just ask me later and hopefully <laughs> I know. So that's, that's the way we that's do it around I this house. <laughs> so how excited are you on a scale of one to 11 10? out of 10, 11 out of 10. I'm pretty stoked. That? I, I can't believe you're being this nice to me. <laughs> I think you deserve it. And also like just hearing you talk about that Monster Hunter is definitely one of the ones you want to come back to. Yeah, I, I want to come back to it too. And I'm excited for this. Man, I had all this stuff lined up that I was going to do in Monster Hunter World. Dang. I know, that's the hard part, right? I was going to make this pookie un- pookie sword. Fortunately. It has white sharpness. <laughs> that's I, the only I thing I feel bad about. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. You know, the nice thing is, like, it did take me a little while to jump back in mm-hmm. and get used to it, but you can. And that's probably the best part about that game is you can leave it for so long come back and still get back into it and keep moving forward uh-huh. that's why it's one of the best games i've ever played i love that game it's so i'm pretty oh, pretty it. dang excited to try this one even if it's different it could still be as good or better i'm i'm stoked it's like i said 
the last time when we played Monster Hunter World, this guy said it the best. Everybody loves Monster Hunter. It's just sticking around long enough to find out that you do love it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it can be it can be tough at the beginning. Like I said before, I tried multiple times to get into it until I finally like it clicked and it was wonderful and amazing. I, I tried with you a few times until <laughs> it clicked and it was wonderful and amazing. There's so much to love in these games and I'm appreciative of how much love they are getting now because they deserve it. Like it's... Yes. They put a lot of work into this, and I always am excited to see more. Let's go. I got a switch axe to build. All right. <laughs> no time wasting. Let's get out of here. Let's try the game, and we'll see you guys in a little bit. Bye-bye. Welcome back. We've had some time in the <laughs> wonderful world of Monster Hunter Rise. Killing monsters, getting killed, riding doggos. <laughs> riding our doggos. Yeah, Jumping right. off our doggos <laughs> to stab the monsters. Uh, all sorts of fun things and new monsters to uh, experience moves that I'm not familiar with, which is always a, a, a good experience. Always good. Yeah. Good to keep it fresh. Yeah. Keep me on my toes. So some opinions how do you feel let's let's start with i think i brought up uh the beginning of the game why don't we start with the very beginning which was a little rough start okay before that i gotta oh. say i don't think i've gone this like a balls deep in a game in so long <laughs> i think there's been one night in the last two weeks where i didn't play it i think just one day that i didn't play yeah we we played a lot of Monster Hunter. We've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter. <laughs> and I'll never complain about that. So at this point, it's like I had to read my notes. And luckily, I took some in the beginning because after a while, I just wasn't, I didn't have time to take notes. I was too busy just playing this game, too in it to stop. And like, <laughs> But I did in the beginning because the beginning is rough. I wasn't lying. <laughs> I was surprised. I mean, you warned me and you yep. told me, but I don't understand Capcom making these awesome games mm -hmm. and the beginnings are absolutely horrendous like the beginning of this one reminded me why the first time you tried to get me to play Monster Hunter I was like I am not doing this I can't play this game there's too much I don't know what's happening I don't know what I'm supposed to do this way that they throw tutorials at you in the beginning just boom 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 oh, one on top yeah. of the, the other where you mm -hmm. get a tutorial box you close that there's another one behind that there's sometimes a third behind that mm -hmm. and the way that they describe what you need to do or what tools they're trying to tell you how to use if you're beginning the game you don't know the logo hey guys at capcom i don't know what a wire bug is because i haven't played this fucking game before <laughs> so having a tutorial like text box pop up and explain how it works does not help me when i've played this game for a total of 30 seconds you know what i mean yeah it's yeah. crazy so i got really overwhelmed right away and i was like oh my gosh but i've played monster hunter world Hopefully I can get through this. Hopefully it's pretty similar. After the first, let's see, I played for maybe an hour, hour and a half the first night. Yeah. Next day, there's still a little bit of more, there was still a little more of that to slog through. But once I got through that, then, then you get to go hunting. Then it felt 
comfortable again. Yes. It, it was what I remembered and loved from Monster Hunter World. For me, the turning point is they have you fight uh, what's called a Great Izuchi. Uh, basically, kind of a big raptor with a, a claw on its tail. But when you fight the Azuros, our big friendly blue honey-loving bear, I feel like once you hit that point, then it's like, okay, they're not overloading you with stuff constantly, and you actually can get into that good Monster Hunter grind where, like, okay, I'm getting parts, I'm getting better, I'm learning the moves. That's the point for me where I was like, okay, this is how I, I remember it, this is how it should feel. Even you had said that this was rough for you to start. Yeah, it was like you... you it's like, okay, uh, if you want to change your items and your pouch and your equipment, go to your item box. Okay, I know this already, but like, I expect them to say something for the newbies, right? Right. Go over to the item box. Oh, another freaking uh, tutorial pops up. Hey, these are the different things. You click on one. Oh, another tutorial. Like, you have to slog through tutorial after tutorial when you're just trying to explore your item box, and that's a little frustrating. It's kind of wild because they even repeat themselves a lot. Yeah, between there's, things. There's a lot that repeats the same information. Yeah. In those first couple hour of hours of play, there's a lot of repeated information on these tutorials. Yep. But then at the same time, there's a lot of information that isn't told to you as a new player. Which is, I really, I really, really think that when they make these games, they need to hire people that have never played Monster Hunter before to come in and test play this and yeah. get an opinion and get some feedback because I don't think they realize how difficult they make it for new people to get into it. The only reason I got through this game is because you had me play Monster Hunter World. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I if that was a brand new thing for me playing this one, I wouldn't have I would have been so frustrated that yeah. first night. I would have been like, this is the worst game ever. Why are you making me play this? I think there's other things they do that make it easier for new timers after that fact. But I think Monster Hunter World is better at easing you into the game. It is. Overall. Uh, definitely. That's why I say that I think World is a better starting point. Mm hmm. Uh, just for a brand new player. Uh, they kind of layer on all the different elements a lot more slowly they kind of take their time with mm -hmm. it i think that's a better way to do it and it still can be hard if you have no one with you that has played it before <laughs> yeah and okay, knows, this is what they mean yeah to yeah. ask questions but anyway so yeah the beginning of this game rough 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 but <laughs> much better after that really a after lot you get better. through that then you're back into the world that you know and love. Yes. With some new monsters, with some old familiar faces, with all of your items that you can pick up and scavenge for around the worlds. Do you want to talk about the worlds next? Yeah. Why don't we do Different that? Different areas. It's so I we will use. Why don't we use world as the most ready comparison, right? Yeah. Because that's been out for a while. World really gave you all these big open areas. Mm -hmm. And they really throw maps at you fairly quickly in Rise, Monster Hunter Rise. But there's like, there's so much, like I said, but in the first half, verticality. Like there's so much up and down yes. in places, underneath mountains, on top of mountains, down hole. Like every time I go to these maps and I fight a new monster and they take me to a new area to fight, I feel like I discover a new little 
little like hole with an item I might want or a new little cave. Like there's always something I'm discovering, I feel like. Yeah, it's surprising because the first couple times I played, it's like, oh, wow, these maps are kind of small, though. <laughs> Especially the first one. Yeah. And then when you start really looking around, it's like, oh, wow, I can get up here. Hey, if I can get up here, could I get over there? You're shooting around with your wire bug, you're wall climbing uh -huh. and wall running around. And you're right. Like, I have solidly played this game for two weeks. I am in high rank right now. I'm still finding parts of these maps that I didn't see before. Mm -hmm. Sub camp areas, things like that. It's kind of impressive how much they put into these. And you had said that, but man, you think you see the end and then there's still, <laughs> yeah. like, you still get surprised with more. I mean, you you could really just go on an expedition and take a while to really scout and scour the area. I mean... Oh, for sure. And they've loaded it up with different animals, new endemic life helpers, which is fun to find. Mm -hmm. um, all the, you know, or all that stuff that you love, the unique items that you can gather. There's stuff everywhere. It's very full, <laughs> but not overwhelming. All looks perfectly placed, like it's realistic. It's a beautiful balance that they did, but just the... The verticality that they did add, it is impressive to me how much more space, how much more stuff they were able to shove into this one little map to yeah. keep you from getting bored with it. I mean, definitely. I haven't felt bored with any of the maps. No. And the monsters usually hang out in different areas of the maps. Mm -hmm. And it, I, I've really enjoyed them. They're very colorful and vibrant. Yeah. Uh, I also enjoy, and this is something new they did, uh, and a lot of the monster hunters, if you're in a, an extremely cold world or an extremely hot world, you would have to bring a hot drink or a cold drink, yep. right? Because mm -hmm. you have to like protect your body against the temperatures unless you had a skill. That's not in this game, which I think is a nice newbie beginning thing to have. Like they don't have to worry about bringing that one extra item and making sure where they're going. They can just go into the hunt and hunt the monster. That's very nice. Maybe that's because of the endemic life helpers. There's so many that you pick up all the time. Like, I, you can only carry so much in your item pouch. Yeah, and and they added a new... So, man, just the endemic life. Okay, let's talk about that just a second. I, I know That was a cool element. Yeah, at first it's like, okay, there's butterflies and squirrels and rabbits <laughs> everywhere. And they all do Beatles. things like, yeah, give you a little a little defense boost cloud, an attack boost cloud, or your stamina won't reduce as much. Like, yep. a bunch of little things. But then there's also, like, endemic helpers, and you can carry up to five of these. And there's ones that let you lure monsters to the other areas, ones that help you mount monsters. One called a brule hair, and it makes items in your pouch more effective when you use potions and mm -hmm. such. And... You can find these guys all over the map, like mud beetles, ice beetles, thunder, thunder beetles. beetles. Yeah, and you throw them and you cause the blight on the monster. So it there is a, a sense that it's a little overwhelming at first. But once you kind of learn like, OK, this is this kind of thing that just gives me a temporary boost. And this is a little guy I can carry and use to help me in when my you hunt. Want. Like a, a little snail that's called Escargo. Escargo. Yeah. yeah, you drop him and he heals yeah. the area. Just really a little, little heal puff Just a cloud. little heal buff that you might need when, you know, you're fighting. It, it, it takes the place of the the mantles and the gear you could carry in world because you could carry a little heel mm -hmm. you know canister that would spray the area or those cloaks 
But these endemic helpers kind of take the place of that, but you have to find them on the map. But they're always in the same place. They they are, and there's a lot of them all over. Oh, everywhere, yeah. In all different kinds. And it, that also makes it fun because you're running around and you, maybe you don't know what's where, and you just run across something and it's like, ooh, a stink make? I'm going to scoop that up as I ride <laughs> by on my Palamute. Right. We're going to take that with us because we might be able to use it. It's, it's really fun. I love it. They, I love the life helpers. Yes. They really made everything feel full and alive. Like World was good at that. Yeah. Like making it feel like it was an actual ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And each map feels full. feels full of life and items and, and, and the monsters themselves. Like there isn't. There isn't a map where there is only one monster on the map at a time. There's always more than one big monster. But in this case, having them run into each other really helps you out. Yes. In Monster Hunter Rise, you want your monsters to run into each other. You want to lure them to each other. You want to tell them why? (laughs) Wyvern riding. (laughs) That is the move that takes place of mounting. I believe I mentioned that in the first half. And you essentially control the monster like a puppet. So when two monsters meet, they usually attack each other, have a turf war, and you can almost always mount one of the monsters and use it to get some free attacks, free hits, inflict status ailments. Like, yep. whatever depends on the monster, they all have a different moveset. Yep, you can puppet that monster and really wreck the other one. And oh, the yeah. best thing about it is... You're helping doing damage to the monster that you want to kill. Mm-hmm. Also, you are dropping materials from both monsters like crazy. Shinies as far as the eye can see. It's amazing. <laughs> you're just scooping all that up afterwards. Oh, that's such a good feeling. It's a nice break, too, if you're really getting your butt kicked by yep. somebody and they get knocked over and you can wyvern ride them. It's like, haha, sucker. So that's a really fun addition to Monster Hunter Rise that I really, really enjoy. Also, we had an argument about whether it is technically mounting a monster or not because to me you are still mounting that monster and riding him yeah you're like oh you can't mount the monsters in this one my this telling some friends about it disappointing them for no reason yeah okay you just get to like control them and attack with this is the main difference (laughs) technicality it is much rarer and harder to make a monster silk bound so you can mount it. You need another monster yeah. or an item, and it takes like 10 minutes before you can do it again. Mounting a monster, you can do multiple times per quest. I feel like the insect glaive got kind of a nerf because of it, because mm-hmm. they were very good at getting aerial attacks to sure. be able to mount the monster. And the other thing is, like, especially when I was uh, maining the great sword, I could jump off ledges, get those mounts, and then I could get up and get the head or focus on the tail, knock the monster over, and then you got free hits. I don't feel like, unless you have a lot of people in a quest, knocking over the monster repeatedly isn't always super easy. No. And so having this kind of mounting, which lets you attack another monster and get a bunch of extra parts is nice. You're losing the old school mounting that you can use to knock the monster over for free hits again and again and again. That That's the only thing. It it really is just a difference of opinion. It's a very cool thing, but I still kind of miss the old thing. And Aww. that might be just because You're I've been doing it, it so long. Yeah. yeah. So I have to change my play style up a little bit. You do. You have to be a lot more effective. You have to be really quick on your feet. Mm-hmm. And you have to be patient 
which is kind of it's funny because I'm not usually the player that that <laughs> likes being patient with my hits and taking my time. Yep. And I'm still not great at it by any means. I get excited and I just want to get in there. But <laughs> believe me, I go through a lot of potions. But, <laughs> but <laughs> well, we all do at some point. <laughs> but it is kind of fun. It makes it a little bit more challenging, but not in a impossible to play way, just in a different play style kind of way, like you said. Yeah. It's more just, strategic. Well, and I, I do always appreciate that about Monster Hunter. There's always, I don't want to say a new gimmick, but there is always something new in the mix to kind of make it, it feel fresh. fresh, make it feel a little different. It's not just the base Monster Hunter, because if it was the just original Monster Hunter, We'd be moving way slower. We wouldn't have the cool wire bugs that you can use to like fling yourself around like a, a, a an armored Spider Man, and yeah, <laughs> it like it it's so useful. Like that movement and that addition to the game really gives you a lot more freedom to move around the monster, especially when you have your weapon put away. You know, yeah. you can like. There, there's almost no way you can't escape if you remember, oh yeah, I can use my wire bug no, to like watch myself that's out. that's not true. <laughs> the, the tough monsters, it's not as effective against, but like most of the easy ones, you I mean, can if get you're out. standing in a corner stunned and Azuros is charging up to smack you like six times, believe me, you're going to faint. You're not going to get out of there with your wire bug. Or let's see, I'm charging up my heavy bow gun to do a nice big shot right in a monster's face and then Bullfango, a big boar creature, decides to roll out of nowhere, smack me, and then the monster does its ultimate move as I'm getting up and then kills me. Thanks, Bullfango. <laughs> like, <laughs> that doesn't happen that often, but Bullfango was... He was one of the most annoying creatures in the old portables. Really? I remember you'd find them. They see you. Charge! I just charge at the hunter. They don't give a crap about the monster. They charge at you. And how many times as a great sword user you would be charging up and like, here comes my hit! Bullfango! And you just go like flying into the next area. It's like, god damn it! Bullfango, you asshole! I love it. I still have scars from that. <laughs> So the fact that it happened to you the other night, really. Yeah, I was like, I, 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 that happened, and it's like, I forgot. I, I had moved on, finally. You reopened my old traumas. How dare you, Bullfango? I was actually excited you were in the game until this moment. I forgot why I hated you. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. The Just the variety of small monsters. Yes. Um, for so me, many. There, it does feel like there's a lot, a it, lot more it, than in Monster Hunter World. It's generally in Monster Hunter, the small monsters. A lot of them are smaller versions of big monsters, right? The main, yeah. yeah um, but this game has smaller monsters from across. Almost, I think it has a smaller monster from every Monster Hunter game. Bullfangles are old school. Ludroths are from Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. The Popos, I think, came in 3 and or 4. Like, the only thing it doesn't have is the Apertonoffs. I, I haven't seen them, but it, it there's so much variety from mm -hmm. all the games. So each locale you go to does feel pretty wildly different because of the different creatures inhabiting it. And there there's a few of them that don't have their original large monster uh cousin i guess sure. essentially the jaggy don't have theirs but you can still get equipment or armor pieces from mm -hmm. from those which is uh which is a cool little touch i thought I, I i really kind of enjoyed that it kind of made it 
like yeah more vibrant i could see you getting pretty excited about that and for me only having really played one other monster hunter game mm-hmm. It was fun for me because a lot of it felt really new. And then it's always nice to see things that you recognize and know. Yeah. So it was a fun mix for me. And with the large monsters as well, there's a lot of older monsters that you know that I've never seen before. Yeah. And so that was fun new experience. There's some that I remember and have seen before in World. And then there's some new ones. And there's some pretty cool new ones. There's not a ton of new ones, I don't think, in this one, right? Maybe uh, like three or four. I I I think four that I know of. There's the umbrella bird, uh, ac- ac- Axonom. Yeah. Ac-nosome. Um, is the flagship monster, so he's new. There's that big like snake guy with like oh, the slimy yes. tail. I Al- can't. Algamon Alderaan or, something? Alderaan or something. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Okay, but so he's there's really actually tough. more than I thought. Yep. There's the Somnicanth. That was new. Omnicant. The one that I got the armor of. Oh, with the big fins, right? Yeah. Yep, that one I'm pretty sure is also new. The Mitsunes. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm butchering these names. I feel so bad. Uh, that one, I think, is it's an older monster uh, from like Monster Hunter Ultimate X, I think it was. How about the Lagombi, the big bear rabbit in the Frost Islands? I'm pretty sure uh, for Ultimate. Oh, really? Yeah, he's okay. been around a while. Yep, he's a good one. Yeah, there's a huge variety. It is. There, it, there's a crazy mix, and it's fun to just check everything out, beat it up, see what kind of armor you get. And I wanted to bring that up. Uh, how do you feel about all the armor and weapons, how they look? Okay. So I was a little bit disappointed that all the armor, because a, a lot of these monsters are in world, so it's the same exact armor that I saw before. For some on of them, yeah. Most of these mm-hmm. items. Yep. So really, the the only thing that got me super excited was getting a new monster and seeing that armor set. Yep. Which actually went with the Somnicanth. It looks really, really cool, mm-hmm. and I love that monster. That's my favorite monster in this game so far. Yeah. The Somnicanth. Yep. Yeah. Just this big like water dragon. It puts you to sleep. It'll dig up like a flash bomb and blind you. It does all these cool things. It throws spikes at you. Like it's a pain in the ass, but it's really cool looking. It's like an a big thin water lizard otter. That's what it reminds me What's of. What's that old school movie? Like that old black and white movie with like the guy dressed up in the fins and he'd come out of like the mud and the Swamp lake. Thing? Yeah, yeah, maybe I can't remember yeah. for sure. That's what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I can see what more more purple and brown, but yeah. Yeah. You know. Oh, what about the weapons then? Because if the armor, like, okay, I've seen this before. Yeah, I, get, I was I get a little that. disappointed. I, you know, you had mentioned too that they made World and Rise at the same time. Yep. They kind of overlapped when they were developing these. And I really wish they had. I mean, I understand why they didn't make any changes, but I kind of wish they had. I mean, why not? That would have been more exciting for Monster Hunter I, players. This this is the thing. Over the years I've played, I've seen changes to some of the arm. Like, like Rathian and Rathalos have been in, like, every single Monster Hunter, right? Sure. Uh, I've seen some changes, but I think they've kept them similar lately. Because, like, this is that armor, like, some people love it like that. Some people love that, you know knight princess rathion armor they like how that looks yeah. it's not your thing but uh that's like they want that right it it all depends on the people and i think i don't know if we'll see when we go into high rank i don't know if high rank will 
split the armor up or if we eventually get to the Sunbreak, which is Master Rank, the DLC, if we get to that, maybe they'll have two sets. Because usually uh, low rank and high rank look pretty much the same, right? Yeah. But when you get to Master Rank, that's when they really they make the changes. That's when they make the changes. Uh, yeah, so... It, it was a little bit disappointing because it's like, well, there's not anything new or exciting to to wear or to try. Mm -hmm. But because you, you've seen it all before and you're like, well, I'm just going to end up picking the same things that I liked last time. Yeah. You know? Oh, wait, I can't because there's no Lucario in this one. Not Lucario. What's its name? I said a Pokemon. a Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Though Lucario armor does sound like it would be awesome. Gosh, I'm not going to lie. got to delete that. <laughs> the Ice Bird. Ice. Why did it? Articuno. Yeah. No, 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 that's also Pokemon. Oh, oh my goodness. It starts with an L, doesn't it? It's Lagania. Yeah. It does but... start with an L. But... I almost had it right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've gone through so many monsters and so many names. You it's can't... getting all mixed up in my I've head. I've been playing Monster Hunter a long, long time. And there's some monsters the name sticks in really hard. And a lot of the other ones, it... When the names start getting crazy, it's hard to remember all of them. In Monster Hunter World, I loved Lagania. Yeah. I worked super hard to get that armor and the weapon, the switch axe. I loved it. That is not in this game. But luckily, I found the Somnicanth. I do like that that armor. The weapon was cool, but it had, um, I think, negative affinity, if I remember right. It, yep. wasn't, it wasn't everything I wanted it to be. When I fought the Magnamalo, that weapon was yeah, awesome he's it a had cool monster decent sharpness decent attack but it also has a blast effect now i started off with the switch axe like i used to in monster hunter world mm -hmm. and i like the switch axe but actually our son convinced me to try the dual blades he's like you should use these they're, they're way better and then, <laughs> and then you a have, matter of fact yes and then you have demon mode and you can go crazy you know so i tried it out and i'm like actually this is pretty me for playstyle. Getting in up close, mm -hmm. hitting them a million times. It feels a little bad at first because you're like, oh, my hits are only like four damage a piece. But as you level up and get a little further, get better weapons, you're doing a little more. You're doing a little mm -hmm. more. But the Magnamalo dual blades have a blast effect. That makes all the difference in the world because now I'm running up and after a few hits, I get a blast hit and it's 100 damage. So all of a sudden, I'm hitting 10, 10, 10, 100, 10, 10, and I'm hitting so fast and so often yeah. that I feel like I'm contributing <laughs> <laughs> when there's a party of four or three and and we're all trying to smack this guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure. We did that quest where we were fighting, what was it, the baggy and the Roggy. Yeah. And we were like, okay, how about you focus on that one? I'll focus on this one. That sure. way we can kind of you know keep them separated. And you ended up beating yours first. And I, I threw some hits in on yours, too. And I know you threw some hits in on mine. But you do do a lot of damage. It, You think about it, and it's like, yeah, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8. All of a sudden, it's like, it's because you hit, like, seven times in, a like, half a second, it feels like. And I'm over here using my bow gun. Dunk, dunk, dunk. And, like, it takes a while. It's good for breaking parts and knocking yes. them over. Very, very, very good for that. I, I ended up switching to the light bow gun. Because the mobility was nice, mm -hmm. and I found a gun that was just, oh, and I don't want to move <laughs> on from it right now because I get to use my sticky bombs, and it has slicing ammo, so I can actually cut tails, too, which mm -hmm. is nice. So 
every time we knock over the monster, it's like, okay, I'll go over to the tail. Don't, don't, don't shoot about like four slicing ammo into its tail and you just watch them numbers go. It's like my own version of dual blades, you yeah. know? It, it's very satisfying and uh, I, I found a skill spare shot. So like one out of every four of my shots, I get a free reload in my ammo clip so I can... I can just fire, fire. It's nuts how fast I can fire this really good ammo sometimes, and it just saves my hide. Oh, it's just such a fun game. It is. I thought I would be going back and forth between the dual blades and the switch axe, mm-hmm. but honestly, especially going from the switch axe to the dual blades, I was like, I'm so much faster. Look at me go. Yep. And then you hit demon mode, and you're even faster. And I, I really know. like that, and I kind of need that because I do like to just get up in everybody's face. So being able to evade and back up when I need to, I love it. I I don't know. I'm kind of stuck on dual blades right now. Yeah. And it, the fact that I did like it so much, I want to try some other stuff out and maybe experiment a little bit. I'm glad that I changed it up a little bit. That Which is kind of nice. It's a little easier now because how you we finally figured it out. They split the quest between your village quests and the gathering hub quests. So your village quests are all low rank. The monsters don't have quite as much health as in the gathering hub. Mm -hmm. Even if you're playing by yourself, the gathering hub is the tougher version, right? But gathering hub is the only place high rank is at, which is kind of like how the old games were, which is a little disappointing. I was, I'm still a little disappointed about that. I, I think, I think it's just hard because in Monster Hunter World, everybody could do every quest, right? Yeah. I, we could always join together. You you had one main storyline set of quests, yeah. right? So having it divided in some ways is nice in the beginning. So like it it's easy to get that low rank stuff or start building a weapon tree mm-hmm. by yourself. But you know now when I feel like when you have to make the jump to high rank, I feel like that jump's gonna feel a little more pronounced. It is because we've literally just crossed this. Yeah, divide, this threshold, right? which we took are, longer than I thought. I think I'm like high rank four or five right now yep. or something. And yeah, now I have to. The thing that frustrates me is I have to go play in the hub where the monsters have a lot more health and they're tougher. I'm just starting out in high rank, so they're mm-hmm. tougher because of that. I can't, I have to do that because I can't get the items I need to make better weapons and armor yep. from this point. So, I like right now, it's it's a little hard and I'm struggling because I'm still using decent armor that I've upgraded all yeah. the way, but it's it's definitely not good enough. S- stuff that's good for anything in low rank, and it's a know. little bit frustrating that I can't just go to the normal game and and farm some high rank materials yeah because that's really what i would do right now if at the point that i'm at i need to just farm some basic high rank materials and the only way to do it is to go and just get your ass kicked by three <laughs> high rank monsters at one time oh uh, uh, yeah and and that's kind of how this morning and last night was just kind of me getting my ass kicked a lot i mean i still completed the quest but I'm not used to feigning like two times in a in a mm-hmm. quest, and you feel like a loser when you do. After I was really doing well, you know, in this game, I I do feel that it. it so that any monster hunter, there's that hump when you switch, and I feel like the hump from low rank to high rank is gonna feel a little more pronounced. Mm-hmm. But once we get past that and actually start getting that high rank equipment that we actually want to get to start ourselves off, yeah, I think it'll feel a lot better at that point. It will. You got to get through it, right? Um, 
Oh, I suppose we should do should touch on rampage quests, huh? Yes. Before because that's else. new. That's the new thing. It's essentially tower defense monster hunter. That's the best way I can put <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it kind of is. Though, though I will say we were playing online and we've we ended up getting like a few uh, randoms in our our uh, lobby and playing rampage with more than just two of us was a lot better. It made a big difference. Yeah. I feel like. Even though the monsters will get more health the more people you have, when we were playing with four people on a quest, it was kind of nuts how effective we ended up being. Mm-hmm. Like we were doing really, really good, and I feel I feel like it. They really made this monster hunter built like you want four people in just going nuts. Yep. it's the best thing, and it's true. Even when we had three people, like it, it did feel like we beat the monster a little faster than two. It, it was funny because we both said it around the same time and it was kind of nice to know you felt this way too with just the two of us it feels a lot harder than when there's three or four people mm-hmm. and i will say playing by myself in the hub it feels a lot harder <laughs> a lot harder <laughs> having more people is beneficial but especially in rampage that is where you have different fenced areas and you have different platforms where you can put ballistas cannons bombs and you have a limited amount of these mini things. guns eventually yes. yeah you have limited amounts so you can only set up so much at one time mm-hmm. and there's like two or three hordes that will come through yeah it's monsters. like it's set in waves so yeah. generally you'll get like waves of these weak monsters and then at the end of the wave you got the big monster that's controlling them and you have to kill that big monster otherwise small the other regular monsters will keep spawning trying to break through your defenses and the one we played with multiple people, we were doing super good. That was three waves. It was two waves yeah. of one regular strong monster, and then it was Apex Azuros. Mm-hmm. And it was this black, scarred-up Azuros. And he comes in, destroys all the defenses in the first area, destroys the fence, and then we found out there's a whole nother, like area after the fence that yeah, we didn't even know like, about. <laughs> when he broke the gate, I was like, didn't we just lose? Yeah. And it's like, it said a gate was broken, yeah. and he's running. So we follow him, and there's like a whole path, and then another platform area with more fencing, and yep. we're like... Okay, we didn't lose yet. Oh, that one was tough. Oh, man. That Apex Azuros yeah, was insane. So much health. So and that like and that's kind of cool because I know there's other Apex monsters and it it it's almost like a type of like super strong subspecies. Yeah. And he was, I was like, oh, it's just gonna be an Azuros. It won't be that bad. Holy moly, he was Azuros? one angry Azuros. <laughs> Azuros is hard. He's a pain in the ass in high rank. He the way he moves is so frustrating because. It's a big bear. And you're like, okay, he's not going to have that much range. But ironically, he kind of does. He does these big swipe attacks and he'll do like four to six at a time where Mm -hmm. he really lunges forward. So, of course, you're going to be like, I'm going to get behind him. He'll sit on you or he like backs (laughs) his butt up and knocks you flying in the air. It's crazy how much reach this stupid bear has. Oh, I know. And he steals your honey. Yeah, if you have honey on you, he'll do a grab attack, and instead of throwing you, he's like, no, I'll take this honey and just mow down on yep. it. <laughs> Which is a fun little little uh, nod. It is. Oh. So the rampage quests are, I think they're fun when you have a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Doing them by myself isn't super fun. No, they're it's pretty a little hard. overwhelming mm-hmm. when you're by yourself. But I like how you can have all the different items, different bombs. You can like call... Um, 
another character in the game to help you on the ground fighting the monsters. Yeah, the village leader and yeah. the quest maidens. It's kind of cool that you can jump down and fight the monsters with your weapons if you want, or you can jump on a ballista or a cannon and just shoot at them. You can knock them back. And then it's also another good opportunity to get a bunch of materials from random different monsters. Yeah, you you always get to carve the big monster mm -hmm. and you get materials from all the monsters you beat. Usually not the rare, rare stuff, but you get some. And then you get the defender tickets, which you can use to do what's called ramping up a weapon. And every weapon has like a ramp up ability where you can like either increase the attack, infinity, or give yourself extra defense. And it's just like a nice little touch to edit those weapons how you want your build to go. Yeah, a little bit more customization, which I will say in this one is, I feel like there's even more of that maybe than in World, but I'm not yeah. positive. Uh, world, like modding your guns, the heavy bow guns, is you can mod those up a lot and make them mm -hmm. set towards your build. Uh, the other weapons, not as much. There, There is a... Uh, an ability to increase like its attack and its defense uh later on you have to find mm -hmm. special stones it's like the sword stream stone the the okay. shield stream stone and uh so you have to like mine high master rank areas and mm -hmm. then you can like you know just tweak your weapon a little bit at a time you usually need monster parts so it's like unless it's a weapon you're planning to use for the rest of time you're probably not going to waste the time getting that five upgrade to attack or something There's like that. There's a crazy amount of customization with your skills in this game. In yeah, Monster they added Hunter the Rise. switch skills, new yep. things. And I my uh I was using the charge blade. Mm -hmm. And uh the charge blade is essentially a sword and shield that once you charge your shield up, you can switch it into a like a big axe. And uh one of the skills was when I do a, one of my special moves, instead of just switching to my axe mode regularly, I switch to a spinning axe mode. So my axe head on the end is spinning like a like a chainsaw, buzzsaw, and I can just do, 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 do. As long as I hold my attack button as I go through the monster, it just does multiple hits, which is really good for helping break monster parts because you're just mm -hmm. getting hit after hit. Even if you're not doing the biggest hits, you're just hit, 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 hit. And uh, it was... I really enjoyed that quite a bit. That was a nice, a fun yeah. move. Uh, and uh, as you go on and do other quests, you unlock new abilities. I just got one for the light bow gun, which it slows down my reloads. But when I reload now, any of my elemental ammo, like my fire ammo, my ice ammo, or even my status effect ammo, does more damage and is more effective. So it inflicts the status ailment more quickly or inflicts the elemental damage harder, which is kind of useful because certain monsters, that's very effective against, right. you know? My particular weapon didn't have very much of that, so it wasn't really worth it, but I could see how a certain weapon, it would be very nice to have. Mm -hmm. So it is it is really interesting. They really let you not only customize your weapon, they let you customize how the weapon is used mm -hmm. to suit you better. Right. And I think that's really nice because you get comfortable with something and you're like, okay, this is what you could do different. You try it out. And it's like, maybe you don't like it. You don't have to switch, but maybe it really fits into your play style. Right. I, I really like a lot of the things they did with this game, honestly. I think we got to talk about the Dango. I was just thinking that we almost skipped over it. Uh, 
we can't skip that. I should have put the Dango song on my soundboard and I forgot. <laughs> I love it. What do you what do you think about it? I think it's it's cute. I like how simple and straightforward they made it. Now, I like I under I figured out World's food system, right? Because old Monster Hunter games, some of their food systems was not good. <laughs> I'm gonna just put that out there. Uh, but this one is very simple: is you pick three dangles to put on your your stick, and each one gives you a percent chance to activate a certain skill. And you're always gonna have like it's always gonna give you a, the maximum amount available to you of an increase in health and stamina. So as you get further in the game, that gets bigger, and then your dangle upgrades. Like you can have. You're going to go fight a monster that uses lightning attacks. Well, eat the lightning resistance dango. Like The, the range uh, of skills is absolutely incredible. It is very clear in like, this is what you'll get. 50% chance you're going to activate this skill. I just love 90% that you chance. mix and match what you want for a particular yep. quest that you're going to go do. If you want the dango wall runner where you don't lose stamina as quickly when you're running on walls. Yep. If you want the dango calculator where you make double the money or double your quest points at the end. Yeah. They have the dog trainer or the buddy trainer. Your buddies, your palico and your palamute um, train a little bit faster on your quests. Dango bird collar because there's little birds all around that you run by and they'll give you extra attack, extra health. It's like a plus three or plus 10 boost. Yes. It's not a lot. That will but be it's permanent for bit. the rest of that quest. And you can really actually get quite a if you run around and collect a bunch of them it actually makes a difference it's on a your big stamina difference. and your attack and your health nope. there's so many different kinds of dango there's a dango where if instead of feigning the first time you don't feign you get a freebie <laughs> yeah moxie yeah yep. uh yep there's so many my my go-to at as of right now because of my light bow gun use i like to use sticky ammo which is explosion damage I Dango get bombardier. the bombardier increases the damage of my stickies, and then I get Dango Slugger, which makes me stun monsters more often. Sure. So usually, if I get both of those, about two to three of my sticky shots, monsters on the ground at the beginning of the quest, free hits for everybody. You know, free hits for everybody. And like that is like that is a mean combo to have yes. for sure. Uh, and it is. It's just satisfying. Eh. I like how simple, straightforward it was. And then you can save common ones you might like. I just, I really, I really appreciated the simplifying of that because it was a lot easier for me. Monster yeah. Hunter World is, you you just said that it's simpler than old Monster Hunters, but even for me, it was like, what am I getting? <laughs> yeah, so here's the thing. Mostly I'm just like, what gives me defense and attack? That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah, and that's a basic way to go about it. The hard part is in World, it's like the freshness of ingredients determines how big of a health and stamina boost you sure. got. And also determines how likely the skill that the food you eat will give you. So I made trees to get specific skills I want, but I wouldn't always get the maximum boost to my health that I right. needed. Right, if your ingredients weren't fresh enough. Yeah, so I, I appreciate that it goes this route, because like if you like are about to hit like a tough quest, you want to really make sure you get all three of your skills or more, depending on which dango you eat. You can use a dango ticket, and she 
like it ups like increases the likelihood of it happening by like 40 percent for That's all the lot. things yeah uh and you get them by just like ordering like takeout essentially from her you give her an item and she'll cook you some rations and cook you some cooked meat and you do that enough time she'll give you more dangle like tickets it's not not hard to do i guess is the way i want to put it i love it it it's cute it's fun i think my only thing is i wish as you upgraded yes. the the dango counter that get a new animation to look at like i don't mind the same song that's fine with that me. song is catchy as hell i know and i don't get tired of it and i gotta say like i'm impressed by how Capcom can make these little cutscenes so enjoyable, even though you have to listen to them like a million times. You can skip it, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I still have the barbecue song stuck it's, in my head it's, for eternity. <laughs> like it is impressive that they make something that doesn't make you insane hearing it six hundred times. Right? You know what I mean? But yeah, it, a new animation would be cute, but. You know, you get a different animation between the hub and then the regular outside dango. Yeah, it, it's such a it's such a minor thing, really. Like, it's just like me, like as me, how I am. I wish that they had just, OK, something different. Like, I feel like instead of just unlocking the abilities, I unlock like, oh, cool new cup scene. And it, it is it wreck the game? Hell no. Is the song still catchy? Yeah. Am I still going to eat dango every time before the quest? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> So I, it's it's a minor minor thing in the scope of this game. So we this is Monster Hunter. There's so much to talk about. Yeah, it's gonna be a long episode. You so, can't get around it. So I want to double check if there's anything else that you thought was really important that you wanted to talk about because we we just broke into high rank as of the recording. Well, of this. we haven't talked about the Buddy Plaza. Oh yeah. So. You, of course, have your Palico, but in Monster Hunter Rise, you get a Palamute. You get a dog friend, too. And when you do your own quests, you get both of them going with you. When you do hub quests, you can pick one or the other. Yep. I like to have my Palamute with me because you can ride him. Mobility is amazing. Yeah. It, when you are chasing down a monster when they run away, it is wonderful to just hold B. You're on that dog. You're sharpening your weapon as you're running. You're healing up. You're eating your rations yep. to get your stamina back up. You're on your way to that monster. You roll in, leap off. It's great. Love, love it. And they have a lot of different skills and abilities that you can pick from, too. So I like mine to heal me. <laughs> Palamute and Palico, please heal me. But they help attack the monsters, of they course. Do. Yeah. They do. They definitely help. I've had them knock monsters over for me. If you get stunned, they'll come up and bump you so that you can move and yep. get out of the way. I love it. But so the Buddy Plaza, you can hire. This is something that I think is a little <laughs> bit silly because when you start this game and you do the character creation, you spend all this time on yourself. You spend a ton of time on your Palico. You spend a ton of time on your Palamute, getting it just right. It looks the way I want it. It's got the skills that I want it to have. You're so excited. Look mm -hmm. at your new best friends, yep. your cute little buddies that you just made and named and loved. Then you go to the buddy plaza and they're like, hire 15 other buddies to help you do things. I'm like, no, make sure you switch out your buddies and try different skills. Why would I do that? I picked the ones that I wanted. I mean, I get that some people would like to do that, but I made these and I love them now. I'm emotionally attached game. Yes. And this don't they know about the love cube in portal? <laughs> yeah, the companion. Cube. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Uh, We're attached. We don't want to burn these up. And, I think that is 
also the thing I liked about World more. Like, I have a specific buddy. I can edit him how I need for whatever quest I'm going. Depending on the monster hunter you do, you get... Basically, it feels like you get two different kinds of buddies. You get the old school, like, you can hire any Palico. Each Palico's got its own skills. Good luck, hire, son. Hire what you think is going to help you out, right? <laughs> and that's what Monster Hunter Rise is. But then you get, like, Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. you got little shakalakas, and depending what mask you put on them determines their abilities. Or Monster Hunter World, you determine what item they're carrying, and that determines what abilities they have out on the quest. I like that better myself because then I feel like I have a buddy that's just leveling up with me, getting stronger with me, and I can use the skills that I want the most. In this one, if you don't want a healer palico, you want one that bombs or traps or just fights better, you have to get a fighter palico or a bomber palico or a gatherer palico. And they'll have skills to help you in combat, but it's, it's all geared towards what their skill set is. I think I get a little frustrated with that as it relates to questing for monsters, but hiring all these other palicos, you can also use them. It's essentially your farm where you get more items that you can have them gather herbs and ammo for your guns and whatever else you might want. They'll get that as you level them up. And then the meow scenarios, you send them out on quests and uh, in groups of four to scout out an area and they get scraps and whatever not to help level up their stuff it i think there's a lot more to do with having a bunch of them but it does make it feel like okay i gotta keep track of 15 palicos because and i gotta level them up so i can have the maximum effective use of them i don't like that as much that's just me personally it's nice to hire buddies to have them for the mercenaries yes it's nice to have extra buddies for your submarine trading thing, the Argosy down there, mm-hmm. which I did not use until I did not have enough flash bugs, and I was like, okay, I'll do this. You now. did the same thing in World with the uh, ancient tree farming. <laughs> it wasn't until Master Rank you're like, oh, maybe I should start doing something, and you have one box, and like you can barely get anything, <laughs> and here I'm over here with three different items just like loading up <laughs> stuff every quest. You get on that stuff right away. I'm so excited in the beginning to just hunt, get materials, make the stuff that I want. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot to do in monster hunter there is it's for sure you know i think in this one i really felt too that i got so much deeper into it than what i did in world like because it was familiar and i was able to more easily get into the extra stuff like the argosy and the meow scenarios and Mm -hmm. things like that so i think even the next time another monster hunter rolls around i might be just like you running down getting all the training all that crap <laughs> i gotta load up on everything now so that way i have tons of stuff because i know on. i'm gonna run out of flash bugs and spider webs so get them for yeah. me you well, know i want to have unlimited mega potions please <laughs> yeah yeah i had a moment this morning where i was like i don't have potions i don't have mega potions and then i realized i just had like 235 herbs that i needed to craft into potions then i was good but yeah it's i don't understand the point of taking the time to train all these different buddies Mm -hmm. all these different palamutes and palicos if i'm not going to take them with me because why would i take them with me when i have mine that are really high level now and they do the things that I want them to do. Yeah. I did try it on like a couple quests switching them out. The Palamute I didn't really care for. My pa- The Palico I switched out for was a bombardier one. He'd throw bombs at the monsters. And yeah. I was like that was kind of cool. It was a little bit helpful. 
you know, sometimes he would stun them or knock them out for a minute where I could go up and slice and dice. But really, I got what I wanted in the first place. I'm not going to switch it up. There's actually I, a side quest to hire 15, and I'm I'm not going to do it. I stopped <laughs> hiring Palamutes, just Palicos, because I feel like the Palicos have more skills associated with hunting monsters and quests. Yes. The Palamute is very much a mount, and it's not that they don't have abilities and gear you give them that mm-hmm. helps them, like, attack a monster yeah but they're not it's not as varied between them they get like okay you might hire a palamute that when they level up they can have more attack or more defense or they won't they'll have earplugs and they won't get knocked over when the monster roars and honestly like for me personally that doesn't do much for me in the quest the the palico is like healing plant healing horn uh sets a trap that the monster runs in free hits like that makes a much bigger difference in my yeah. hunt in in the end so i was like you know what i'm just gonna keep hiring palicos and I, i'm not dissing the palamutes maybe people like the roll two palamutes that's fine but i i am just not i'm not there i got my special buddy and he comes with me everywhere i go i know right oh yeah there is just a lot to this game even the training area is much improved. Is like the best training area I've seen really? in Monster Hunter. Like it, it's in the Buddy Plaza, you have that big mm-hmm. mechanical tetradon, mm-hmm. and that's what it is in the training area. And you can set it up to try to attack you or to see how effective your weapons and combos would be. It it's really useful for getting a clear image of like this is actually what I'd be able to do when you're testing out maybe new builds or something like that. Yeah, or different weapons. Yep. Or- practicing your wire bug skills yeah definitely because yes. uh, it took me a while switching to dual blades that wire bug skill is different it took me a little while to understand exactly what i needed to do yep. i have to get in real damn close <laughs> otherwise it does not hit no. it's a little bit scary <laughs> i gotta be like in its face <laughs> otherwise well, that's, that's dual not blades gonna in, grab in general you gotta yeah. be right up in there i know but it's even close for me well, is there any last things you think are important that we should talk about before we get into your rating, which I'm sure I know what it is? No, I bet you don't. Hmm. I don't know. All right. Well, then, what's your rating on this game out of 10? How do you feel? Ooh, silence. That's not good. Oh, she hates it. She's never playing again. The music's great. The world <laughs> is beautiful. It plays really, really well. Never had a problem with loading or lagging or no anything. load times are amazing that's in this another game. thing holy yeah. moly we forgot to mention like in monster hunter world you do you try to load up a quest and you usually have to wait a little bit which especially you don't if really you're playing mind. on an original xbox one <laughs> most so of the time you don't mind because you're like okay i'll eat i'll check yeah. my item box i'll do all of that stuff and then usually you can go this one like you you accept that quest boom ready to depart immediately, immediately. yep just it's like a five second load at tops after you depart and then you're in it. Like it's so fast. It is. It's very fast. The the longest thing the longest thing you have to wait for in it's this game. Connecting to the hub. Right? Yeah, if you start an online hub and someone starts a quest, you go to a quest board to join the hub quest. Doing that takes longer than loading into the, the actual quest. quest. Yep. It's ridiculous. It's amazing. And maybe that's the benefit of having a smaller map, you know, 
Yeah, definitely. But, like I said, it's still so full of life, and all the life that you see is usable. You can do something with it. A ton of the plants you see, you can do something with it. You can gather it. I think this game's got to be like a 9 out of 10. That's, yeah, that's good. It's not perfect. Like I said, the beginning is horrendous. Like, they really... For such a good game, it's so disappointing yeah. that they really fucked up the beginning of this game. I mean, they just did. You can't say it any other way. It is hard to get through. And like I said, if you hadn't had me play Monster Hunter World before this, yeah. I, I would have been in a tough spot at first. I would say this, because Monster Hunter World was on Game Pass at one point, mm-hmm. and that's what rises right now. It came out on Game Pass. It's out on consoles and all that fun stuff. If it's your first time trying Monster Hunter and you're trying by yourself and you have an Xbox and you have Game Pass, it's free. You're not worrying about it. Just try to to get through that beginning. I really would implore you, but if you're a little worried that that's going to be off-putting, wait until Monster Hunter World goes on sale and I would try that. If that if it is your first Monster Hunter, I would I, personally I would suggest World. I think knowing ahead of time like if you're going to try Monster Hunter Rise for the first time, just be ready for that first hour to be brutal. Yeah. And then stick with, like, know to stick with it. It will get better. I promise. <laughs> the, light, <laughs> the night will end and the yeah, light will there come. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. So do you, because I think you gave Monster Hunter World a 10 out of 10. It do was you, easier to get into. Do you prefer World or Rise, do you think, at this point? Or do you feel like you could switch between them pretty, pretty easily at this point? The biggest, I think there's... I think it's kind of hard to compare these two because I do want to say it as well. Monster Hunter World, I love the game storyline and how it progresses. And it feels like there's more, there's more, there's more. And then by the time I was playing it, Iceborne content was out. Yeah. So there was still even more. The Monster Hunter Rise... I got a little like worried because I finished three star quests and they're like, oh, you got to fight the Magnamalo now. And I'm like, why am I fighting the big bad right now? Like this game just got going. Yeah. What are we doing here? And I get ending credits and I'm like, but there's got to be more, <laughs> right? Like I'm yep. just getting going. And after that, like, yeah, there's more quests. They get harder, but there's not a lot of new stuff after that. Uh huh. I don't feel like this has the momentum that Monster Hunter World does where there's more to there's discover. There's always like new. a new goal. I really like, like Monster Hunter Rise and I think what you were saying in the first half about the accessibility of hey, get in a hunt quick. Yep. It's not too long. You're going to be able to get in, get out and it is totally made for that. You can see it. It's it's made for a quicker version of Monster. I mean, it could still be long, but it's a quicker yeah. version of Monster Hunter. Like, hey, you got 40 minutes? Go on a hunt. Enjoy yourself. It's relaxing. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I just feel that overall, there isn't the build that Monster Hunter World has, which disappoints me a little bit mm-hmm. in Monster Hunter Rise. I really like it, but it feels more limited overall i i can see where you're coming from and i'm not finished with it yet like i said i just got into high rank yeah i know there's a i saw an elder dragon so i know down the line that's gonna come and i'm not sure if it's because i have been playing it so much so hard if i'm blowing through it super fast compared to monster hunter world it just seems like there's not as much to get through and i'm going 
really quickly, and that kind of disappoints me a little bit. Well, I, I I like I mean to me Monster Hunter is all about working at it. Yeah, definitely. You is. know, I like the slow build. It'll be interesting to see. I think at this point, I think it's almost going to be more interesting to see what's coming next. Yeah. Uh, I really hope they do make a a world two essentially. I don't know if it'll be called that, but something of that level where it looks as beautiful and they just I I I love that. Rise took the ideas from World and the ideas from the old stuff, mixed it together to make something very fun, very very enjoyable. fun, very good. And I, I do feel like they keep learning from every game they make. This is what people like more. Yeah. This is what people want more. And I want to see. I, I always hate sounding so greedy, and I I don't know if it's just because I love <laughs> the Monster Hunter franchise so much. It always makes me excited to see what's next. But I also it's like. I still want to finish the Iceborne content and world. I do, I do want too. to go back. And then there's going to be the Sunbreak in Rise. And it's like, you know what? I actually, I want to do that too. Like I, Is that going to be additional content? Yep. Yeah, that is the DLC that came out. Uh, it should be, it should be released for uh, the new consoles that it's released on pretty soon. Okay. Uh, Cause it just came out on consoles. What in January, I believe. Okay. The 19th. So I think the first quarter Sunbreak is coming so we could get to that. Uh, I wasn't too worried that about it. That might help how this game feels overall. Yep. And that's kind of the hard part. To judge between the two at this point, I don't feel like I'm far enough in Rise. Yeah, because we're at Master Rank in World. To yeah. give a fair comparison that's of fair. like overall how it feels. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a guess and say since it is built for like a quicker gameplay, it's probably not as long and in-depth as world which makes me a little bit sad mm-hmm. i i'm all about those long-term goals and that slow build and that grind and we are still at the beginning want. of high rank so we don't yeah. know how far high rank goes <laughs> yeah so i i think that's the thing we just finished low rank and that's kind of how we feel right now so it'll be interesting to see i know we're gonna keep playing it <laughs> not as hardcore oh. unfortunately but we'll keep playing it and I mean, if we feel like we got something new, we'll say it. Yeah, we'll have to do an update if we run into some cool new information. But right. I I really like Rise. I love the great wire bugs. They the wire added... bug. I, once I got used to that, I love it. Wire yeah, bugs are it's going to actually be a little hard to go back to world because I'm going to think I can <laughs> leap across the monster. Where's my can't... doggo? Where's my wire bug? Yeah, yeah. I can't L- run. Luckily, there's lots of other things in the environment you can use to usually move around the, the beetles. You have a lot more camps. And I do miss the slingshot to, to use certain items. Sure. That, that's a thing I, I kind of miss. Uh, but I mean, like I said, it's just slight differences. It's just a different vibe. You know, a little bit, but they're both really good. They're both I amazing. Don't, I don't know how you make one better than the other. There's a reason that Monster Hunter World and Monster Hunter Rise are the best-selling Monster Hunters in the series, and some like one of the best-selling franchises of all time. Like yes. it is, these are the two best. Definitely worth it, a hundred percent worth it. Worth and the I, money. I believe, I said it in the Monster Hunter World episode. I said it probably in the first half. Monster Hunter, everybody loves it. It's just <laughs> sticking around long enough to realize you love it. And I I, I stand by that statement. Sound- there is something for everybody to love in this game if you can stick it out and figure it out. You sound like a dad trying to convince your kid to eat his vegetables. You're going to love it. You're going to love Monster Hunter. <laughs> it builds character. All right. We, 
We're running way too long now. We better move on. We got a 9 out of 10. You're definitely going to play it again. I'm not even going to bother asking that. I don't want to play anything else, and I told you, your podcast is over. I'm stuck now. <laughs> yep. Uh, guess what? Next week, uh, Monster Hunter Rise again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What is a Nintendo... Or Wait. Oh, no. Never mind. I fucked it up. <laughs> She was setting up a joke, and I think she uh, burned I, the joke. I messed it up. Yeah. You want to give it another run? No, yeah. I messed it up. <laughs> All right. What you is know, what is a gamer used to make bread? A gamer used to make bread? Yeah. How does a gamer make bread? What is he, he or she? I don't know what. Come on. You don't have a guess? A toaster. <laughs> a toaster oven. All gamers yeah, have a toaster oven. Yeah, we oven, all have a toaster oven for a mini pizzas. <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> oh, the confused thinking face. To toast my bread, I No, use what a... do you use to make bread? A Nintendo. Oh, to make bread? Yeah, maybe I said it wrong. I messed it up and got real nervous. Oh. These jokes make me nervous anyway. I start sweating as soon as I'm going to say one. <laughs> A Nintendo. Oh, boy. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like you got to go to the doctor and get a checkup now? You look <sighs> pain. That, I'm a dad and that one hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I need some new jokes. <laughs> They're supposed to be bad. No, that's okay that they're bad. We'll 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 get it right next time, I promise. I want to say thank you to Brother Ray for our caricatures and uh this episode we're gonna have some new ones. Ooh. So uh some fresh fresh new same faces. <laughs> thank you for the music. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the game choice. It has been a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm kind of exhausted because it's hard to sleep because all I want to do is play Monster Yeah. I, we need to, we got to practice our sleep. Hopefully the next game is a real turd and then I can sleep at night. <laughs> I can play two times and be like, F this game. <laughs> no, I got to do it more than that. And uh, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate you so much. And anytime you want to leave a comment or a suggestion, if you're listening on Spotify, there's a questionnaire uh, on the page. If you're listening on YouTube, leave a comment. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, leave, rate and review, please. We would adore that. And uh, we're excited to keep bringing you new episodes. Yeah, I appreciate everybody that listens. And I hope that we convince you to try some new things. I hope that you enjoy some of the games that we suggest and talk about. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what this is all about. Just sharing my hobby with my wife. The love of the game. And we share this with you guys. All right. Well, this has been Coapel Mode. <laughs> you forgot the name. You you stood there. You're like, I was this like, is uh I was <laughs> Now you gotta say oh, your name. Did you yeah. I, I I'm Matt and I'm Rose. Yeah. <laughs> She said it. I'm Matt. You got it. She's Rose. <laughs> this has been Co-op Mode. I was supposed to say that after our names. And you keep gaming with your bestie. Ta-ta! Ta-ta!